And we are live. Hake is live. July 31st, Friday, 2020, 9.02 a.m. What's up, everybody? This is the last day of White History Month. And it has been a beautiful month. And we are going. And I am wearing my Get a Job t-shirt. Alpha 2020, get a job. You can get yours. Teespring.com slash stores slash get a job. All one word. No hyphens, no spaces, no underscores, no nothing like that. Teespring.com slash stores slash get a job. And this is the um, tri-blend. It's a mixture of uh, cotton and polyester and rayon or something like that. Nice uh, material. They also He also has full cotton ones. Premium. Very nice, huh? And I don't consider myself late, but, you know, the black tech people are pulling their shenanigans. Trying to make stuff work very nicely and smoothly. <laughs> and I will be getting to your calls, 888-775-3773. Let's get on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Oh, no. The Hague it going everybody we are having quite a time you can call in with your final thoughts on the last day of white history month the third annual white history month thank you very much to jesse lee peterson and all who contributed to white history month nick joelle hake i contributed a little bit i read the declaration of independence i read to you a little bit about the great General Robert E. Lee. I read about the great, um, what was his name? President, the first Democrat, but he was probably the best Democrat. <laughs> uh, Andrew Jackson expanded the United States of America. People call him a racist. You know, it's so ridiculous. You think China? China is so racist, right? <laughs> You think they care about being called racist? They and they love, they revel in winning. That's what they're about, is winning. Winning for evil, right? So we should be winning for what's right. America. Americans. And so it is the last day of White History Month, but fret not, we do have Men's History Month. An attack on whites is an attack on men. An attack on men is an attack on whites. And it's not an attack on decency. You have to love everybody, right? Men, it's okay to be a man. You hear that? <laughs> it's sad that men have to be told that. But so, and, uh, you know, some of the intellectuals think, well, pff, of course, it's okay to be men. But they don't know what it means to be men. <laughs> it's a shame. Um, so, you can also get Hake Report t-shirts and other things, too. Um... I'm going to be getting to your calls, 888-775-3773, 
But real quick, I want to give you guys a heads up. I learned from a couple of independent journalists that Patreon, and it is nothing is settled yet, but Patreon, you know, patreon.com, <clears throat> excuse me, on which you can support the Hake Report, you can support the Je- Jesse Lee Peterson and the Fallen State and Bond. Well, Patreon may be going down. Who knows? And what's going on, according to what I've heard from independent journalists such as Mike Cernovich, who's also a lawyer, so he knows law stuff. He kind of predicted this earlier this month. That um, Owen Benjamin, you ever heard of Owen Benjamin? He's spoken at the men's, it wasn't men's history month, he spoke at the, the day before Father's Day, the men's conference, the 10th annual men's conference last year, 2019, middle of June, middle of June, the Bond 10th annual men's conference, Owen Benjamin, great comedian, great American, uh, he's got kicked out of Hollywood, basically, got kicked off of every platform, because he's too edgy, he tells, he generally tells the truth, he tells facts, and, um, he tells jokes, and he's, like, uh, being attacked for, uh, you know, he got kicked off of Patreon, basically. A lot of fans, a lot of people support him, even to this day. And he's been kicked off of YouTube and Twitter and all kinds of stuff. Facebook, probably. He's appeared in movies. Friends with, or at least he liked, uh, who's that guy who did that Hanukkah song, that other comedian? He did Happy Gilmore. Pretty funny comedian guy. Um, I'm blanking on that guy's name, but Owen Benjamin, he has fans that are known as bears. Some of you guys are bears. Oh, yeah, Adam Sandler. Yeah, he was, I don't know if he's friends with Adam Sandler or was friends, but he definitely worked with him. I'm pretty sure. Anyways, Owen Benjamin has fans. They call themselves bears. And some bears are also fans of uh, Jesse Lee Peterson. They follow the Hague Report, some of them. And some of them did not like having Patreon discriminate against Owen Benjamin and interfere with their right to support Owen Benjamin with uh, this fake stuff, right? They believe in this fake thing called hate speech. It's an anti-American American company, <laughs> Patreon is. Much like most of the social media establishment, YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, Google, which is the same thing as YouTube, um, and others, Twitter. So they sued or tried to take um, Patreon into arbitration. They took them to court, right? And what's going on, according to what I've learned, is that Patreon has, since they're the bigger guy, at least in California, the state of California, right? The state of California is kind of anti-business. But in this case, this is maybe a good thing, maybe not, I don't know. The state of California makes Patreon pay the legal fees of the people suing them, I think. And so, Patreon may be having to fork out up to even $10,000 in legal fees for the people who are taking them to what's called arbitration. 
And if enough fan of these fans do this, yeah, I don't know all the facts, right? If enough fans do this, it could break Patreon. So who knows? And you know, the liberal media was like, oh, Owen Benjamin got his fans to sue Patreon, but Patreon is suing the fans back. Well, no, they're losing, according to the story. Crazy. Who knows? Who knows what's really going on? Algorithm says he's listening to bad intel. So what I may be, algorithm may be right, I don't know. But according to Mike Cernovich, who I'm no Mike Cernovich, I don't know much about algorithm. (laughs) I was told to unban him, but I didn't see that he was banned. So anyways, Patreon may be going down. And in all honesty, Patreon takes a big cut of your support to us, so maybe you want to support on Subscribestar. They're more fee- a little bit more free speech friendly. Consider moving to Subscribestar.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. Or Subscribestar.com slash The Hake Report. Just an idea, just a heads up. Because these people are evil. And it is not, but it is not a completely captive audience. You know, you want to boycott these nasty, filthy companies like Uber Eats, who support Black Lives Matter, or Lyft, who supports Black Lives Matter, because Black Lives Matter is anti-everything good. Anti-black, anti-life, anti-mattering, stuff that actually matters. (laughs) It's a total lie, but they're suckers for it, and they're suckering other people. And so... It feels like, oh, where do I stop? Who do I not boycott? (laughs) There are places that you can support that are decent. Um, Yeah, Algorithm points out Cernovich is Owens Benjamin's friend and Vox Day's friend. They have been friends in the past or been acquaintances and talked and worked together in the past. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. Um, Cernovich is also a, he's like a free speech guy, generally. Anyways, um, so Patreon, it may or may not be going down, I don't know. (laughs) You know, yesterday, speaking of all this dumb hate speech stuff, so, like, somebody replied to Matt Gates, who's a Republican representative or something like that, he's in Congress somehow, Matt Gates. He's a young guy. Remind, his, his appearance reminds me of a cousin of mine, actually, interestingly. But Matt Gates, he's... Sometimes he's all right, but I don't trust him. But he defended these Christian organizations, and in some cases, what they call Judeo-Christian organizations. Maybe including... Um, there's this group that, uh, that promotes, you know, American values and they fight against this encroachment of, like, Muslim values into society. And there's a bunch, there's a whole lot of stuff that these radical Muslims that care more about bullying the West and saying, oh, we're, more, we're concerned about Islamophobia, which is a fake made up term, right? Yes, there are people that, that are, like, quick to judge the Muslims, right? But it's not the main issue. <laughs> it's, 
if they wanted to really be on work on behalf of Muslims, they would not be promoting this attack upon the whites and calling everybody who tells the truth Islamophobic, right? So there's these groups, right? And they've been called hate speech by social media companies, right? They've been called hate groups. And so this person replies to Matt Gates, who's, def- who's trying to defend the Christians and pro-America people as not being hate groups. Everybody's being called a hate group nowadays. And somebody replied to him and said, these Judeo-Christian groups are anti-Muslim. They're Islamophobic or whatever. They're all about hate. You only think Muslims are about hate. That's what they accused him. And we all know that most people are full of hate, right? Most people in general. They don't even know, including so-called Christians, don't even know that they are full of hate. They need to forgive their mothers and stuff like that. But they don't deal with the real issue. The people who are accusing the Judeo-Christian organizations, so-called, <laughs> of hatred, are hateful people themselves. And so Matt Gates tweets out this thing. He says, Judeo-Christianity is about love. I've never heard the term Judeo-Christianity. I've heard of Judeo-Christian values. We are a Judeo-Christian country. I've heard that we've been saying that since World War II in order to make the Jewish people feel welcome after the Holocaust, right? (laughs) But anyways, people really reacted to Matt Gates saying Judeo-Christianity is about love. (laughs) He was trying to defend these groups, right? Well, all of these anti-Christian Jewish people, liberals, were like, there's no such thing as (laughs) Judeo-Christianity. And it is so funny. And it is so evil, too. There's this one guy whose tweet I screenshotted. I think I have this. Yeah, okay, so this guy calls himself Throwback Lib. Throwback Lib on Twitter, right? And he especially has this victim mind. (laughs) And I just responded with Jesse's response, like, amazing. Because that was, like, the only thing I could say. But he said, there is no Judea Christian values. Christians appropriated our ideas and warped them. Christians murdered my people. I don't know what he's referring to. There are streams of Christian Christianity that preach hate. And want an all-white world, which would be an incredible act of depopulation, right? Because whites are what? Very small percentage of the world population. But I, so I don't even know that this guy's telling the truth. And he said to Matt Gates, you support them by attacking SPL Center. And the SPLC is a communist, anti-American, anti-Christian, anti-white, the Southern Poverty Law Center. Is a vicious hate organization that has, they had this hate list that listed this, this organization that we've supported and interviewed in the past and stuff like that. As a hate organization, this family research council or whatever. And this guy, this communist guy that listens to the SPLC hate watch list, He went up there and tried to bomb the place up in Washington, D.C. or New York or somewhere. And so these people have inspired terror attacks. But there's, but yet, the mainstream media, liberal media, 
still cite the SPLC as a valid source. They only recently were taken off of the FBI's list of reasonable sources. I've told you guys about this before. The FBI used to re- refer to, I think they still refer to the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, as a valid source. And, you know, they do, they're it's kind of particular with their facts, I guess you can, but their agenda is really communist. Same thing with the Southern Poverty Law Center. So this throwback lib, it's so rich hearing him accuse Christians of having warped values. <laughs> He's a liberal, this guy. This person, I don't know if it's a man or a woman. But it was so interesting hearing him spout this attack on Christians as having killed his people, murdered his people. I don't know if he's, is he talking about the Nazis or something? The Nazis, I heard that, I've heard multiple different things about Hitler, and I don't know and I don't really care whether he was an atheist or he was a Christian or he pretended to be a Christian, but he really he was a secularist and a Darwinist. <laughs> oh, man. But I don't know if he's referring to that or what. But uh, a really vicious person, right? And this victim mentality, all accusations against the, the, the other group that he's not, and no self-reflection on his own evil heart, right? So that's why I just responded with this amazing thing. And he's like, yep, or she. Maybe it's a woman. Because very non-self-aware. And, but these guys, there were many other, um, these far-left Jewish people that hate America, saying, we're not, there's no such thing as Judeo-Christian. But, uh, there were some Christians, too, saying, um, yeah, there's no Judeo-Christian. Nick Fuentes, Nick J. Fuentes, who is a guy who's appeared on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. He's, um, he's amongst the Groypers, those guys that called out different establishment, so-called conservatives, as not being very conservative, as being against Christians and Christianity, as caving to the liberals. Well, he said he's, not a, he's a Christian and not a Judeo-Christian. <laughs> but he's a Catholic, right? We'll give him a pass because he is for generally conservative Christian values, as far as I know. But it's so interesting seeing um, kind of like the people, the Jewish people who hate Christians, saying, oh, there's no Judeo-Christianity. And then the Christians who criticize the Jews, in some cases, some of them hate them, I guess. It's saying, no, no Judeo-Christianity. <laughs> and then Jesse Lee Peterson talks, repeats that we're a Judeo-Christian country. Or we're a Judeo-Christian nation. And he doesn't care about their fight. <laughs> oh, man, it's so interesting to me. To me, I don't, I really, I actually kind of like the fact that J.C. Lee Peterson repeats that because it's like a non-issue thing. He, his, his reasoning is that Christianity came from Judaism. If there were no, was no Judaism, there would be no Christianity because Jesus was a Jew, right? And he, say, he was the king of the Jews. And they hate that. But, um, that's why, that's why I like his reasoning. I don't like Matt Gates' kiss-up sort of thing. He has this kiss-up thing going on. 
And he's not a very strong politician, I don't think. I don't trust anybody except for Trump. And some of you guys don't even trust Trump. But when I hear Trump talk, he seems like he's a fighter. I'm quite confident that, uh, that he's going to fight to win this 2020 race, 2020 election. It's pretty crazy right now. Because they are trying hard to take him down. People are speculating that he may quit. That's just wishful thinking. All these, there's a bunch of liberal outlets speculating. They have speculated for years, actually. They thought, oh, he wouldn't fight to win. Of course he fought to win. It's ridiculous. The Bible go-to guy says, not only was Jesus Jewish, but all 12 of his apostles were Jewish. The founders of Christianity is all Jewish. And I heard that that's why, partly why um, Hitler, if he did reject Christianity, was why he rejected it. A lot of, a lot of the alt-right guys, there's a split in the alt-right. The alt-right are the people who were generally they're um, okay with the whites. They don't attack whites. In some cases, they're for whites, the alt-right. It's like kind of an obsolete term. Barely anybody refers to themselves as this anymore. But um, there is this split, and some of them um, criticize Jews, and some of them hate Jews and whatever. There was this split that I noticed. Many of them were atheists, and they, they repeated the perversion of Christianity, right? Where you... Turn the other cheek. Uh, <laughs> they say, turn the other cheek, Christian. Or they use another term. And that means, like, Christians just rolling over and surrendering their country. That's not what Christianity is supposed to be. And so they reject Christianity for that reason. They feel that it's become very weak. And they call the word cucked. Cucked means betraying what's right and betraying your own in favor of evil. And then there's the more Christian ones. There's the more Christians who are okay with the whites. They want to promote Christianity in America. By the way, before I get to calls, um, on Sunday, speaking of Nick J. Fuentes, he appeared on DLive, on his stream on DLive, and DLive.tv. And he covered an interview of The Fallen State, Jesse Lee Peterson's show. That is about to another premiere on uh, noon today with an interview with Vosh, who has appeared on my show and Jesse Lee Peterson's uh, The Fallen State in the past. Vosh was on the show with Slightly Offensive, a.k.a. Elijah Schaefer, last Friday, right? Well, it appeared last Friday. It came out. And by the way, I also had an appearance on that episode. You may have seen it. I asked about black brutality. We need black reform. We don't need all this police reform and fake outrage over so-called police brutality, which isn't even real. What about black brutality? That's the bigger issue. We need black reform. The blacks are... So many of these blacks that are getting themselves um, killed, it's their own fault, frequently. They're committing crimes they don't need to be committing. They're acting disrespectfully in a way they don't need to be acting. They are resisting arrest in a way they don't need to be res resisting arrest. 
They are wanting to avoid jail. So what do they do? They go to their death instead. It's not sane, the way that they're acting. And then these people are, um, what are they doing? They're protesting on behalf of these criminals. And in some cases, less, they're not criminals. But they get themselves killed one way or another. Maybe, for example, Breonna Taylor. I don't know if she was a criminal or not, but she was boyfriends with a criminal. Or girlfriends with a criminal. A drug dealer. A couple of maybe. Um, an ex-boyfriend was a drug dealer, according to what I read. This woman who got shot and killed in... I forget where. But she was in a house with a, a boyfriend. The boyfriend had a legal right to his firearm. He fired at the officers. He was the one who fired the first shot, according to the story. The officers fired back. She got killed in the crossfire. They're, they're trying to make... They're trying to charge the officers. The blacks want the officers charged and fired and stuff like that. Just an unfortunate incident. It's what, kind of what happens, or it, it is what happens, when you live that kind of life. Was she having sex out of wedlock? I don't know. <laughs> it's almost, you almost assume that they, that she was because people are doing that crazy, that crazy stuff. But anyways, uh, I don't know why I got onto that point. But Vosh and Elijah Schaefer were talking about Black Lives Matter. Oh yeah, because I, I was interviewing these guys about black brutality. I also asked about... What are they going to do? Are they going to work with the Trump administration to fight against the shutdown of conservative voices and independent voices on uh, social media, on establishment social media? They've been the commies in Facebook, YouTube, Google, um, Twitter, and elsewhere. Twitch have been shutting down decent people. Truth. And they're, they both gave these long answers that nobody understands, right? And uh, honestly, I don't think they knew what to do with the censorship thing. But <laughs> Nick didn't get to that part. Because he spent so long going in on this guy, Elijah Schaefer, who's supposed to be more... a little bit conservative, right? Christian. Elijah Schaefer is a Christian. But he was cracking down on his... on Elijah Schaefer's weakness and a little bit kiss-up. I say a little bit, quite a bit, kiss up, kissing up towards, to the left. And I guess, I don't know, I don't know if Elijah is a people pleaser. He comes off like one, I think. But Elijah responded on Twitter. I don't think he was responding directly to Nick Fuentes' um, stuff against him, criticisms of him. He was responding more to, I think... The Groypers, the Nick Fuentes followers, uh, going into his replies and mentions on Twitter and being like, you're a fake conservative, you're not a real conservative, you're whatever. And uh, it's interesting, <laughs> you guys, Iconoclast says, Schaefer, Afer, Afer, Afer. Is that true? <laughs> but anyways, um... They were going into his replies, and it's interesting, because maybe he's thinking that they're hating him, and some of them may be hating him. Some of them may not be hating him, because you can't really tell when it's written down. When it's written down, it comes off harsher. When, for example, my comments to about the blacks, if I were to write it down, 
or if I were to write down Jesse Lee Peterson's comments about blacks, instant hate speech takedown by Facebook, right? <laughs> Which has happened, by the way. It's crazy. Um, so maybe he was thinking that they were hating him when they were just trying to criticize him, constructive criticism. <laughs> but in some cases, maybe they do, because there is a, a temptation that people fall to of self-righteousness amongst the right. Even though they are technically right in what they're saying, they are wrong in their spirit. They become judging, judgmental. And that's not going to bring light into the world. Any more than being a kiss-up or being a, a leftist or whatever. Right? Ah. So... But I don't. I cut Nick Fuentes some slack for <laughs> cutting off at my point because it was it was it had gone on for like two and a half hours. He would go off on on every little uh, uh, indication of body language of weakness from Elijah Schaefer and pointing out that these people are are not effective fighters when they are presenting weakness and kiss upness like that, and that's a valid point. Anyways, I got to get to some calls and some super chats. Some of you guys have been on hold for some time now. Beard the Butcher says, hey guys! Nice. Appreciate you, Beard the Butcher. Long time no see. I mean, I haven't noticed you. I know you're there. Um, Noah's Art Kansas says, happy last day of White History Month. Master Daryl Wayne says, Jerry Springer was fake! <laughs> you sound like Esteban. Esteban? Used to ho- co-host the Hake Report along with Joel and me. And uh, Esteban was from, well, he's from Colombia, right? Let's be honest. But he came to live in Stamford, Stamford, S-T-A-M-F-O-R-D, I think, Connect- Connecticut, Connecticut. And that is where, I believe, Jerry Springer, Mari, and some of these other talk shows are taped. Connecticut. Why? Because probably, even though Connecticut is liberal, maybe they're cheaper to tape in than New York. (laughs) But anyways, he said that they're fake too. I don't know. I'm like, no, it's not. (laughs) It reminds me of the battle when we were kids. I was a child. Some of you guys weren't born yet. Some of you guys were adults already when I was a child. And the WWF was called the WWF. It's before the WWF became WWE. World Wrestling Federation. Not the World Wildlife Foundation. World Wrestling Federation. Now it's World Wrestling Entertainment. But we all knew, meaning my brothers, me, my cousins, we all knew that it was fake. We're like, this is so fake. You'd see Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker, and uh, the Macho Man, all these guys. Was Macho Man a wrestler? I think he was. These pro wrestlers doing these moves. We're like, this is so fake. But, you know, they were strong guys and doing athletic things. But we were like, it's so fake. But now you guys are trying to tell me that Jerry Springer is fake? Uh, But he's kind of sticking out his tongue and smiling about it, Master Daryl Wayne is. But I think he really thinks that it is fake. And maybe it is. (laughs) But I don't know. It's very interesting. I really think that there is that much degeneracy in society 
amongst not just the low class, but all up and down the classes. You know, people act like, oh, you're rich, you have no reason to be unhappy. Uh, you know, like this guy call, calls into my show, um, Joe from Phoenix, Arizona, supposed to be a Christian. Spo- he's conservative, too. He's a black conservative, though, right? And he thinks that poverty is hell. No, poverty is not hell. Crime and immorality bring about things like so-called poverty. And there is not really poverty in America. I heard that, that Americans, there are Americans who didn't get enough to eat last week or last month. I may be, uh, it may be the case because this shutdown of the businesses, the economy, is evil. And so it is cutting a lot of, no, mo- no longer the land of opportunity, right? When they do that. But there are other opportunities. So, it's crazy. But, yeah, misery spreads all, it doesn't matter where you are, you'll find a way to be miserable, to worry, to be stressed, (laughs) if you're that type of fallen state person, right? The echoes around their name means Jewish and secular, says Jomatic, the triple parentheses. Jewish and secular. I think is what he's saying. Not just Jewish, because there are Jewish people who are, who believe in God or think they believe in God. I guess he means that they're secular Jews. And actually, those are the ones who are the most radical in pushing evil, you know, in the media and stuff like that. Interesting. I had heard the Jewish part before. I didn't connect the secular part. Interesting. It's funny that they would still call themselves Jewish then, because, uh, you know, they're rejecting even Judaism. <laughs> but maybe there's, a, there's, you know, a lot, of, there's a lot of phony Christians out there, too. And I don't just mean the nice, um, so-called conservative ones who don't do anything, they don't make a stand, that are cowards. I mean the far-left liberal wannabe Christians. So I guess they do the same thing with that. Master Daryl Wayne gifted a subscription to Big Mamajas. Congratulations and thank you. Joe Maddock gave a diamond and said, Rhinos are rewarded as a Fox News analyst or host, as are corrupt Democrats, such as Donna Brazil. But yes, that's true. Such as, what, Trey Gowdy? Um, there's another guy who's... who made a show, right? He, he made a... he put on a show of being a tough conservative and they said oh he would be good for TV but he was not a real tough conservative um, I'm blanking on that guy's name but he has like curly hair dark curly hair not dark dark but like a dark brown Polly J gave a couple of diamonds Beard the Butcher gifted a subscription to Up Up for Purity subscriptions for a Shaggy Boy or from Shaggy Boy to Brone Brown? Beard the Butcher says, Jerry Springer is more factual than CNN. Yeah, you know, um, and thank you to Just Saying for subscribing monthly. That's cool, man. I appreciate the support, guys. So, yeah. <laughs> Jerry Springer is, he's kind of showing the immorality, but he's also kind of glamorizing it. But it, he is kind of showing the degeneracy in the world. 
And so if you can watch it in that way, but people are like, Jerry. Even since I was a kid, people were going, Jerry, Jerry. And is he, is he still doing it to this day? I don't know. I can't tell whether they're reruns or what. I gotta double check the Streamlabs. In the meantime, let me get to some calls. T out of Alabama has been on hold for quite some time. T, long time no here. Ha- happy end of the White History Month. I'm glad you got, were able to get in for White History Month. That's cool. Yeah, whatever, Dan. Yeah, how you doing? I'm doing fine, but your phone connection is awfully loud or something. Are you on speakerphone? Come off speaker. How about now? Is that better? <laughs> no, it's the same. Is that better? No, it's the same. Okay, hold on a sec there. Okay, I'll, I'll put you on hold. Don't hang up, T. Don't hang up. We're going to make sure that you're squared away. In the meantime, let me get to... Martha, who's tuning in bright and early out of Alaska. What time is it in Alaska, Martha? What do you want me to tell you what time? Let's see, hold on. <laughs> is it six thirty nine? Are you three no you may be one hour behind. No. Well one hour behind. So what time is it there? It's nine thirty nine AM Pacific time. So it's eight. Okay. So All right. Okay. Right on. You talk too much. <laughs> Who me? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you were able to hold on. Appreciate that. Yeah, me too. I almost fell asleep <laughs> listening to you talk. You're as bad as me. Uh, <laughs> and I'm a woman too. I know. You're supposed uh, to talk a lot, or at least it's in the nature, right? <laughs> yeah. I always sit, I always do that quacky uh, voice when you get on when I start watching you. <laughs> you talk and talk and talk. But, but the fun. Did you watch Obama's speech he did on that? You that know, I didn't, I didn't, I did not listen to any of it. I did hear a little bit about it. I saw a couple of headlines and, um, and then I kept on peeking up and Joel would be like, he's still on, he's still talking, you know. I know, he, ta- he talked <laughs> as bad as you. You think he was running for president again. I know, ridiculous. He- and he lied like I don't know what. Yep. Not surprising. He lies, lies, lies. See, That's I'm all 51. he does. How old is Obama? Too Earth, old. Too old to be no. a liar. Oh, no. He's younger than I am. 58. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know what? I was around when uh, I was young at that time when those pe- all those politicians that, you know, Martin Luther King and all them was around. Yeah. Okay? I, years later, I took care of a lady. Now, she's a white lady. She did that march across that bridge. And she said whites were beat up, but blacks were also beat up on the, the white marchers, too, that marched across that bridge. You're talking about with John Lewis? I guess it was when Martin Luther King went across the bridge. Uh-huh. She, she didn't like the, uh, 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 she didn't like whites too well, but she said it, This she is a black friend of yours? No, it's a white lady. She marched across the bridge. Okay, and she, but okay. she was a white lady who didn't like whites? Whites too much, but you know why? Because they beat her up. So they whites beat, her, beat up. her up and beat her up as a white no, woman. No, they beat her up for one reason. 
Why? You know what was that one reason? Because she was she marching was with to... the blacks? No. Why? No, it was that. She was trying to buy a house for a black couple. Oh. And no one no one's supposed to know this, okay? It was only a few blacks that knew this. She was trying to buy a house for they had this uh thing going around at that time where white couples would buy houses yeah. and then sell them to the blacks. Yeah. The blacks could own property, but no one was not supposed to know that. Somehow but somehow white people in the white guys uh-huh. in the Beating her up and her husband almost to death. Wow! And they all and they always was trying to figure out how did those blacks do it? Because my sister today, she, she works for the. Uh, well, I can't tell you where she works at. Right. But she don't <laughs> even know about that. You know, so, I'm not surprised. This is you know, it's repaying evil for evil, because in those days. It's not that blacks couldn't own property. It's just that they couldn't own property in the white areas, right? Whites didn't yeah, want them coming into was. their areas. Black, I think yeah, they, they had higher crime houses. rates. They would bring down the property values. And so whites didn't want them in their neighborhoods. It's still going on today, yeah, honestly. It was. And yeah, that, then these, these do-gooder type whites would come in, sneak in, and then sell it to the blacks. That's evil, too. Because that's trying to force... New neighbors on neighbors who don't want th- these neighbors, and uh, well, that's you, crazy. I lived, I lived in a all, uh, gay community, so I know how that is. Gated community. Yeah, it, they was gay. Oh, homosexuals. Yeah. And they were well, very particular about what well. they were particular about what neighbors they wanted. Yeah, they didn't like the blacks coming in. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. But I, I, yeah, what? I, I had a black friend. I got to tell you this story. Okay. Since you talked enough, I could talk now. <laughs> <laughs> there was a black friend of mine. She was a lesbian. Okay. Dang. She told me, she, she looked at me, she said, Martha, I'm going to tell you what the neighborhood's called. All you got to do is look it up and you find out because it's still called that today. Uh, they, she said, do you live in this neighborhood? I said, yeah, because I grew up in that neighborhood. I was there before these gay people's moved in now. And I said, yeah, they named this neighborhood this. And, uh, I said, how can you, how can you stand living in a gay community? I said, as long as they don't bother me, I don't bother them. It's Okay. Two days later, and she said, okay. Now, she's a lesbian. Two days later, and she was a black lesbian. Two days later, a gay guy came up to me. He lived down the street. Oh, and uh, he looked at me. He goes, did you know the blacks are trying to move in? <laughs> what, said, what decade is this? Oh, I, I was uh, in my 20s, I think. Because I moved away from my mom, I had came back to visit her. Okay, I was leaving, and I said, uh, "It's before the Catholic Church closed down down the street from us." And uh, they said, uh, "He he said, did you know the blacks was moving in?" I said, "I looked at that's funny. My friend, my black friend, just told me something about." And I told her this, uh, him the same what she told me, 
And I said, as long as they don't bother me, I don't, I don't bother them. They don't bother me. I'm okay with it. I didn't care if Black's move did or not. And what did he say? Oh, he got mad at me and stomped down the street. <laughs> That's interesting. Wow. Uh-huh. What an interesting history we have. But evil evil part, people hating and fighting evil, and it doesn't stop, honestly. Yeah, the funny part about it, I had a get, uh, I'm Catholic, and uh, we had a Catholic church down the street from us. It closed down, and uh, before it closed down, the you know, the gay, com- gay people, because we live next door to gay people, and it didn't Dang. bother us. And, Where is this? Uh, the, Where is this that you were? Living. I live in Louisville, Kentucky. Kentucky? There's no gays. Yeah, well, that girl died. Yeah, Breonna Taylor? In, yeah, oh, in Louisville. Okay, yeah, there uh-huh. there could have been homosexuals in Louisville. Because that's a big city. It is, all kinds of them. Well, that's weird. Interesting. But this neighborhood is still called, it's called something, something. <laughs> I go tell you, because my sisters <laughs> will get mad, because I'm right in the mouth. Cause I got, uh, I got one sister. I call her a snooty, but because uh, she thinks she's better than everybody else. But our church down the street, uh, they closed down, and I kept saying they closed down because the priests and all them. That's when the priests. Start, I tell you what time is when the priests start coming out, uh, uh, raping the altar boys. Yeah, the homosexual priests. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's the time that uh, our church, right before the our church, I mean, they came out. Very interesting. When the gays was living there. Yeah. And the gay guys that, that lived there, they uh, huffed and puffed, and they told my mom and dad. My dad would say anything. My dad mind me of Jesse, because he would tell the truth. <laughs> nice. Said, uh, they said, well, there should be a church down there. Right. And, 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 why? Because they're Catholic, and they're totally against gay people. My dad goes, you can go to that church. We don't care if you go to that church. Oh, they got mad. But uh, it closed down because they said they needed the money. I wow. keep telling them they needed money because they needed to pay those pre- uh, people who went to court. Right. Man, what a, wild, they, what a wild life we live in. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm 61. I'm still living a wild life. I'm you. I can tell. <laughs> Martha, it's I nice to you. hear from you. Call me okay, again. You, you, I will, because I got another story to tell you. All right. I look forward to hearing it. But look into Obama's um, thingamajig, because it's really... His what? Uh, we call his speech a little okay. bit. All right. You can see all the lies he said. Yeah. Bye. All right. Take care. <laughs> what an interesting person. Martha, Tammy... I like the ladies that call into the hate report, don't you? I mean, you could say that they have a big mouth. She said, "You're just you talk too much, just like a woman." <laughs> oh man, let me quickly get to Marty in Kansas City, Missouri. Marty, it's good to hear from you again. What's up? Not too much, man. Um... I was going to say, uh, I really like listening to you because you sound like um, like you're my brother. Your voice is so soothing. <laughs> and I, 
It, it, I mean, you really do. You you sound like very um, you're very soothing. But I was wondering <laughs> okay. if um, if you had seen that um, video of somebody smacking a possum up against a tree by the tail. And then um, the second question I was going to ask you is um, what your view is on killing animals. Um, what animals do you think should be killed and <laughs> other animals that shouldn't be killed? Okay. Interesting. I did not see any video. I don't watch a lot of videos, honestly, of a possum being beaten up against a tree by the tail. I have not seen that. Do you know what the person was who was doing it and where and how old and stuff like that? Was it a white guy? Was it a Hispanic or a black or a Muslim or what? Asian? Out of curiosity, the more context is more interesting. The only people that do that are white boys. Um, <laughs> black people don't. Black people don't smack possums up against trees. But I actually saw a guy beat beat a uh, possum to death in a parking lot. You at, saw a white um, guy do uh, that? Yeah, he was a, he was a white he was a midget, and he Dang. he had a he had. A I'm not sure I like bat. where this story is going. <laughs> okay, so but anyways, you know, let I, me answer your question about um um killing animals. I mean, I think you should kill an animal that kills a human, right? Doesn't that make sense? There was this case where this killer whale in, I don't know if it was actually SeaWorld, which is down in San Diego, I think, where they have Shamu. <laughs> I don't know if Shamu is still living in, actually. <laughs> but um, yeah. they have these animals, right? Sea animals. And one actually, somewhere, I don't know if it was SeaWorld, killed a human being. And I think that that animal should be killed because life for life, right? Blood in, blood out. <laughs> I just generally agree with the death penalty. If a bee stings you, and if it's one of those killer bees that don't die after stinging you, then I think that bee should die. <laughs> um, I, think, I think I'm okay with killing mosquitoes, especially if they're in the house. Um, I'm okay with... Killing uh, brown widows and black widows if they're around the house. I don't think that uh, I learned. <laughs> this may be my liberal brainwashing talking, but I learned from a um, natural history professor at Citrus College that you should not kill rattlesnakes. And so I don't agree with killing rattlesnakes. If they do kill a human, you should kill the rattlesnake, though. If it's uh, in your tent or whatever, you're protecting yourself, yeah, kill it in self-defense. <laughs> But, um, a lot of people are just killed animals willy-nilly, which I'm not for. You know, they have this term called animal cruelty, and, uh, I want to know when that cr animal cruelty, cruelty to animals law came into effect, and why, and who it was, and then I can give an opinion, because there is a lot of animal rights types who are pro-abortion, and it's so ridiculous. So, what do you? So like, what were you about to say? No, I'm just gonna say. So, like, if a um, like if a puppy, right? So, like a little uh, uh, puppy, it goes to bite you on the ankle. Do you think it deserves to die? Of like, course, you think of it's course like not. Score right there. No, what the heck? I mean, unless you're like in a hurry, you're fighting a war, and and this, and it's a Antifa puppy, then, then maybe. But no, of course not. You know, there are. Um, 
for example, this guy, uh, Jeff, what's his last name, who killed animals and then he was with homosexual black males and was killing them and he was doing this cannibal stuff. Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer. He would do, be, I think, according to the story, he had a really weak father. I think he had both parents, but he had a really weak father. It may have been covered in the antidote, healing America from the poison of hate, blame, and victimhood. Is it, is the, is Jeffrey Dahmer mentioned in the antidote? I don't know. It's Jesse Lee Peterson's book. But, you know, there's these people who, there's this saying, people are strong before the weak, but weak before the strong, right? So everybody in this fallen state has this pecking order. And they will bully and intimidate, but they'll also be bullied and intimidated. And they'll be cruel and be victims of cruelty. And I think that that's, you know, helpless feeling. You said whites are the only ones who do this to, to possums. <laughs> helpless feeling whites, if that's, the tr if that's true, will uh, do it to animals because there's, the animals can't do anything back to them. And there's no recourse, especially if it, they do it in hidden, in, uh, not in plain sight. You know, you do what, you, when you're evil, you do the evil that you can get away with. I don't know. That's that's okay, about so, all I have to say about it. What what okay, got you so, on this um, topic? Okay, so you so um, you what, probably don't want to hear this. What, but but um, what? No, I don't know if I want to hear it. But what got you on this topic? Well, I just wonder what the hierarchy is of um, killing animals. Oh, you know, I mean, you when, can kill to eat when, too. You can definitely kill to eat it to kill them to eat them. Yeah, but they, Asians kill dogs and eat them, and cats and eat them, right? I'm fine with that if they're eating them. So, you, so you believe in killing dogs? Yeah, for the Asians, I don't. I don't necessarily want to eat a dog, but so what if they kill dogs and eat them? You ever seen those videos of those dogs? I'm not for like, I don't know if you're talking about cruel killings or whatever. I mean, I've I've seen I've seen. I haven't seen, but I've heard recounting videos of, like, Faces of Death. And you guys watch Faces of Death, where they did oh, this yeah. thing to these, these uh, monkeys, little monkeys, that were in a, a table. Like, they're hanging from a table, and they would eat the brains, basically. But, you know, yeah, I don't want to get too disgusting, physical. Marty, but I'm, why are you on this kick? Are you for abortion? Absolutely not. Okay. But I mean, I, I don't. I I'm just wondering. It's it's uh, no. But why are you wondering? I'm just w curious. Why? Why am I wondering why certain animals should be killed? And why with shouldn't? this? Why with this topic? Why even have this come up? Because I I just wonder other people's opinions on it. Because I don't know. I mean. Some people think that squirrels. I got a friend that hunts are squirrels. Are you? Are you? Yeah, you have a friend who hunts squirrels. Yeah, I have a friend that hunts squirrels, and he's got a pit bull. And the first thing he does is he clips their feet off, and then he cuts their head off, and then he tosses the freaking head to the pit bull, and it crunches on him like a freaking jawbreaker. Anyway, you don't have to and, get too graphic. This is a family show. Children watch this show. <laughs> they, Children, Marty, there ain't, you ain't got enough viewers to have children watching. I got this show. plenty. Come I got on, plenty man. of viewers, and I got family men watching this show. Marty, you don't have to question me. 
right, man. I ain't gonna quit. I ain't gonna quit. Hey, well, how come you care more about the animals than you care about the children that you think don't listen to this show? I, I don't. I'm just asking. No, you know but I mean? I mean it's something that's kind of a I don't know. I'm just asking, dude. All right. I'm not. All right. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. It's interesting. I'm, it's interesting that I'm not, it. That you know, and that's another. Curious. And that's another. It's another thing too, Hake. All right. I I want to know. Do you have experience in the octagon? Oh, you're talking about in uh, fighting? No, I only in the ring. So yeah. Wrestling. Experience in wrestling. The ring? Only in the wrestling. Oh, okay. Wrestling. Yeah. Why okay, do you ask that? that? <laughs> Because you get, because you get, you wear that shirt that says uh, King of the whatever. King of the cage. Yeah, I have I have a King buddy from cage. I have a buddy from high school who who fights in that league, or used to fight oh, anyways. He's a okay, coach. Okay, that's why that's why you wear it. Yeah, yeah I, I, and I it's like know. a beautiful American shirt. It's like oh man, it's it's black. It's cool. I love that shirt. Great graphics. It's free. It, it, it's great. Yeah. I mean, How old are you, Marty? Gotten, if you don't mind my asking. What's that? How old are you? Fifty-two. How did you find the show? Um, I think I found it on uh, YouTube through uh, Jesse Lee Peterson. Right on, man. Well, it's an honor and, having you as a, a viewer and a caller. Call again. Okay. Let's talk more later. Okay, that's that. That's cool, man. I don't. I don't want to be pushed off here. I really like you guys. You're not pushed off. I'm just. I'm just uh, gotta keep. I gotta keep moving here, but um, I appreciate you. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you, man. All right, man. I'll catch you later, Hey. All right. Yeah. Call again. Take care. Alrighty. All right. Bye. Bye. Some people, they see stuff and they uh, traumatized by it. I. But he didn't really get directly why he was interested in this um, animal cruelty thing. I'm not for it. And there is a there is like an increase as the society weakens of that nasty you know there's you hear about these guys he said only white guys do it <laughs> you hear about these white guys who will pull wings off of bugs and butterflies and things it is pretty disgusting i think that it's a symptom of a bigger problem because these people are every bit as evil to human beings when they can get away with it which is worse but, yeah, you don't want to, uh, uh, Beers723, Joel, is, uh, is asking that we play the white song for the break. <laughs> I didn't realize that we're already at the break. Hang tight, Mike and Sharon and the rest of you guys. I do want to, I'm going to get right to you guys, actually. And then I'm going to touch on a little bit of white history. As you know, I'm not a big knowledge guy. I don't have a lot of knowledge and facts and stuff. <laughs> Even though I do read Hake News, I... Read up about it a little bit. And I am going to address some of the stuff in Hague News. George Soros and Sean King are really disgusting, awful people. But so are the useful idiots who support what they support. Um, these kneeling people. Oh my gosh. Shaq and Charles Barkley. Just being absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, I have positive feelings towards those guys. <laughs> they're likable guys, kind of. But they're really all over the place sometimes. Um... And did you know that Darren Wilson, still being persecuted for having done his job, so ridiculous. Obama's the enemy of the people, so is Beyond Z. I'm going to read your super chats. I think we'll oblige. You want to play the white song for a minute or two? Yeah. 
Just a quick break. Not a full five minute break, guys. I'll be right back. Have fun with this song. <laughs> it's okay to be white. It's okay to be white. It's not okay to be late. It's not okay that your mom's so full of hate. It's not your fault you were raised by a deadbeat dad that walked away. So what we like cats, so what we like rap. It's not appropriation, it's just appreciation. It's okay to be wrong, it's okay to be right, it's okay to be black. And it's okay to be, okay to be, okay to be. It's okay to be, you were made to be white. It's okay to be, okay to be, okay to be. It's okay to be. You were made to be white. 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 It's okay to be white. It's okay to be white. I'd rather be unafraid. The living fear, what about how I'm portrayed? I don't question my heart Even though they will write from the start So what we like cats, so what we like rap It's not appropriation, it's just appreciation It's okay to be wrong, it's okay to be right It's okay to be black And it's okay to be Okay to be, okay to be It's okay to be you were made to be white It's okay to be Okay to be Okay to be It's okay to be You were made to be white Break it down It's okay to be, okay to be, okay to be, it's okay to be, you were made to be white. It's okay to be, okay to be, okay to be, it's okay to be, you were made to be white. It's okay to be, okay to be, okay to be, it's okay to be. You were made to be white It's okay to be Okay to be Okay to be It's okay to be You were made to be white This OK song is really a top shelf production So says Bible Go-To Guy Nice Shout out to, uh, can I say it? Trevor Wesley I think he put out that song, you can see it on his YouTube channel. Or listen to it on his YouTube channel. And his SoundCloud, right? Yeah. Not on Spotify yet, guys. And by the way, that Fox News guy that seems to put on a show, I don't know if he's a real conservative. I think I was referring to Jason Chaffetz. Jason Chaffetz. Um, I'm not sure about him. Anyways, 
I gotta get to some calls. I want to present to you a little bit more white history. It is the last day. Um, but we do have Men's History Month starting tomorrow and all of August. Isn't that great? The two biggest months, both of them 31 days, by the way. July 31 days, August 31 days. <laughs> I'm pointing to my knuckles. Because <laughs> you can figure out the length of months based on the high parts and the low parts of your knuckles. Did you know that? I learned that in Saxon math books, I think. Um, but quickly, let me get to Mike in San Antonio, a classic, longtime caller of the Jesse Lee Peterson Show and now of the Hake Report. Mike, it's nice to hear from you. So nice to hear from you. I'm in my car. Right on. I'm probably on the speaker. If, I, if you can't hear me well, I can pull over. You're doing okay right now. You're definitely better okay. than, by the way, T hung up or disconnected. I couldn't get back to him. T from Alabama. Okay. I wanted to hear from him, but oh well. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll throw out a quick uh, white history month. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and celebrate uh, King James of England. I uh, know King John of England. He, he, was, he wrote the Magna Carta, which was a precursor to our Constitution. Wow. Nice. King which, John, which, huh? Which, yeah, it basically said that you get your rights from being a person and from God, not just from uh, the state or from a king. Which right on. Is a noble concept because that you don't have that now. You you yep. know that's a that's a rarity. People don't really understand that. Yeah. Human history basically slavery, if not freedom. Yeah, that's true. You know, um, even Jesse Lee Peterson in his younger days when he was, you know, falling in with the civil rights movement, which he now sees was a a mistake. But he would, did not agree with the sit-ins, uh, you know, in which blacks would go and sit in on these private businesses that did not want blacks in their, in their business, because he believed in, in that right of fellow human beings to discriminate, to not serve people with their business, whoever they did not want to serve. And why would you? It's just logic too. Why would you want to be served by someone you don't who doesn't want to serve you, right? So. Um, even in those days, when he was falling in with that stuff, before he learned to, well, came over here, he knew inherently common sense and de- common decency of uh, those, that right of discrimination, for example. Which, you're right, it is lost, even in America. That's why I say stuff like America's a communist country and we're trying to pull it back into being America again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, no, we are. We are. We're socialists. We're really more, quite honestly, if you the, the, the exact definition, we're really more Nazi. And I don't mean that, by the way, Antifa said. I mean, the Nazis basically said, you have a right to produce, but the state's going to control your production. And you know we're, what we're doing right now. We're kind of more glotzy. Glotzy. <laughs> As in globalists, yeah. socialists. Right. Yeah. We ain't where we should be, anyway. Uh I was gonna say this, and I'll give a little precursor. I'll be, I'll be brief. Um, yeah, I think um, the NBA and all of these sports teams, what they're doing, people got to realize they're not working to make a profit. It makes no sense what they're doing. Yeah, they're that's working. true. It's, it's for the globalists, and you can believe, uh, you know, people call me a conspiracy theorist, Illuminati, whatever. It has nothing to do with making a profit because they've already, they've already uh, disenfranchised over half their base by doing this. So it makes no sense profit-wise to do it. So they're not working to make a profit and to play basketball. They're working to 
promote this globalist agenda of really keeping this country shut down. And I, and I say this meaning that I talked to a friend of mine, and this situation with the schools opening, they're going to this, I already know how this works. I mean, I did some work for the government and, and psych ops. I know how this stuff works. And the schools are going to let your kids go at first. They're going to close that school, and they're going to blame it on them, a coronavirus. They might even quarantine that school and keep your kids in. I mean, don't, don't think that this is crazy, because wow. they've already shut down the whole world by this piece of crap. And then I'll call it the fakest thing and the most biggest lie in modern history. There, and, and the parents were on there talking to President Trump, and she was saying, oh, I'm divorced, and I need someone to, to watch my kids before I can work, and I have a business. And everybody was clapping and thinking this lady was so great. I thought, no, lady, you should get into a situation where you don't need these schools, because these schools are going right. to let you. They're going to they're gonna demand that they be closed. They're going to demand that the teachers get uh, hazardous pay for going into this coronavirus infected school. You know what I'm saying? It's going to happen. If they're going to do the same thing they're doing with the NBA, the, uh, the, uh, the baseball, they opened it. They had a few people who they say got corona. They closed it. They want to give you the sense of normality, and then they're going to shut the door and traumatize you where you base your life on this normality. Like people base their life on having their kids basically be go to school and be uh, – yeah. Uh, uh, go to school and be a babysitter by the school so they can have two of them working or whatever yeah. the situation is. Yep. And then they're going to slam it shut on you. So my friend, he's already decided and it's great with his ex-wife. Said, no, we're not going to send our kids to school. We're going to figure it out. You look around your community. I'm looking at mine. I'm retired. We, I got a guy next to me, a chemical engineer retired. I got builders around me. There's a guy that does air conditioning. There's a guy that does electric, a plumber, that's your education right there. Right. You can get some of them to teach a little bit, and then you can also incorporate the distance learning. You don't need the schools. That's a good point, you really man. Don't, and you, need, you don't need them. Right. I would love for people to go back to homeschooling and smaller private schools that aren't controlled by the state. Forget the state, because they're yeah. not, they don't have our best interests in mind. They're not for what's right. They're promoting nope. the enemies of America as right. They want to incorporate the 1619 Project, which is pushing false black victimhood and demonization of whites and Christians and the founders. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but as I said, the conservatives are approaching it the wrong way. And I, my thing is, get your money. Get our money back from our property yeah. taxes we pay. And and leave these things alone. You, you're not going to change them. They're going to use them. They're gonna open them and then they're gonna shut them and they're gonna they're gonna mess up your work schedule and mess up your your what they call your norm. Right. And traumatize you that way. They're not gonna keep them open. Yep. They're not. They're not. They, that's what they're gonna do. I mean, you already see the handwriting on the wall what they did with the baseball, ba- basketball, football, whatever it is. And now the so, NBA. You know, now the NBA. They have whole teams kneeling together along with coaches and officials, refs. They're all kneeling together to smear the police, smear the military, smear America, and whites. It's so ridiculous. So do you think, in your own opinion, that they know that that's going to disenfranchise over half their fan base? So that tells you right there they're not working for their fan base, and they're not working about getting about playing basketball or any of that. You know, I don't know. I I was thinking about that as you were talking. Maybe so, but for sure... 
when you look at where the big money is in these huge corporations that that support them, they're all in bed with that too, with in bed with Black Lives Matter. Amazon, Apple, uh, Facebook, Google, Twitter, they all support this radical anti half the fan half the fan base. You know what I mean? So the fan base doesn't really have the power and the money to fight back. Well, you agree with what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I said. That's, that, they're doing it for that. They're doing it for the globalist agenda. They're not right. doing it for the fan base or even playing basketball. You won't get cut by not being able to play basketball. Now you'll get cut by not kneeling. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to get you cut in basketball. Now it, it's got nothing to do with basketball or the fan base or anything. It's so crazy. It makes no sense from, from a logical perspective. Yeah. They're really, man, it's wild right now. I appreciate yeah, it, Mike. It's good to hear from you. Oh, can I ask one quick question for is go, Nick to get the phone guy? Yeah, you can ask. He's not in the studio, well, but go ahead and ask. Oh, no. Well, I was going to ask him in Spanish because I was going to ask him something about where he's from in Colombia. I oh, okay. I was practicing my Spanish to see if he can understand <laughs> me. If he's not in there, then that's okay. You can shout it out. He might. I don't know if he's back in. I don't think he's back yet, but you can shout it out. I may be able to. Um, Remember it, whatever okay, you say. Well, okay, well, let me try it. Let me All try right. it and see if you can correct me. <laughs> okay, Nick, lo que parte de Colombia de Eres, en he estado en Cartagena, Obalaquia. Basically, I asked him where he's from in Colombia, and have you ever been to uh, Cartagena, Obalaquia? Okay. Well, I was actually headed there in June before this nonsense happened. Oh, it's dang. Big. So that got canceled, huh? call this we should call this what it is, James. I think we, as conservatives, we got to the point where we, we wanted to give these people the benefit of the doubt. But my first question was this. Why would the world shut down to save my life and it has ever shut down I know. to save my life? That's true. And that, and that, they haven't shut down immigration <laughs> to save our lives. No, they've never shut down anything. So why yeah. would we even, even if it killed as many people as they say it was going to kill, they wouldn't shut it down to save us. They were right. shutting it down to destroy us. Yep. And, I, you know, and people got mad at me. They well, basically told me that they hope I get it. I said, well, you know, whether I get it or don't get it. That's not the point. They're shutting this thing down to destroy yep. the, the world. Yeah. Not to save your life. They've never shut down anything to save your life. If you're that naive, you need help. That's true, man. I appreciate it, Mike. Anyway, it's good to hear from you, man. Uh, all right. Thanks for letting me blather on. All right. <laughs> you're welcome. Take care. <laughs> Yeah, um, speaking of black businessmen, great black businessman, a late great American, who I think he loved white people too, Herman Cain, dead allegedly from COVID, we don't really know. I mean, he did have trouble breathing, it may have been complications from the Chinese Communist Party virus, right? But I learned a little bit about Herman Cain, and you know, people are trying to blame Herman Cain, no, Blame either Herman Cain or blame Trump for holding that Tulsa MAGA rally, which was a, it was a great speech. I loved the, the rally. Decent turnout, right? Considering. But Dan, Dan Calabrese over on HermanCain.com said Herman Cain had started his career as a civilian employee of the Navy. Did you know this? Sometimes political pundits portrayed him as kind of a goof, but, oh, which is a bad word in, in, uh, Canada. That's not like that, though. As like a goofy guy, right? But he was literally a rocket scientist. Did you know that? Herman Cain was a rocket scientist. 
Many people don't know about his years climbing the corporate ladder. He was at Pillsbury, at Burger King, and then he was CEO of Godfather Pizza. And he had a famous encounter, I hadn't seen it before, with Bill Clinton back in the day. And you know what, maybe I had seen bits of it as a young kid, but just forgot about him. Because his name did sound familiar when he came into the forefront. Um, where Herman Cain schooled the, the liberal Democrat president, Bill Clinton, who was run by his wife, Hillary, <laughs> on the, the finer points of small business finance. So right on to Herman Cain. He was hospitalized less than two weeks after attending that MAGA rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, or Keep America Great rally. But, you know, there were a lot of evil people there. I'm talking about the Antifa people, the BLM people. Tulsa, Oklahoma, they're trying to talk like the blacks were still victims of the racism because there was a crazy race riot a hundred years ago, or give or take. And um, speaking of those NBA players, and then I will get back to calls and the rest of you guys. You know, the, um, <laughs> I mentioned Charles Barkley and who is that guy? Shaq. Talking about, okay, so you heard that the full NBA, everybody's kneeling. Both the uh, Utah Jazz and the New Orleans Pelicans wore Black Lives Matter warm-up shirts and were joined by coaches and game officials who also knelt, meaning kneeled down for the national anthem, which is a false smear upon the cops, upon whites, upon America. And it's a uh, disservice to the blacks who they are pretending to take up for, when in reality, they are supporting their destruction by causing them to think that they're victims of, of cops, right? They don't care about George Floyd. Okay, so the league has vowed to make racial injustice the focus of the NBA restart, which is ridiculous. Evil. You know, he made the great point. Uh, Mike did. TNT is the one who's putting this on, right? And so these TNT broadcast team members... Listen to their reaction. Former, they call him former Orlando Magic star, but he's actually more known today as the former Lakers star, but for some reason they left that out. Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq, that's the big guy on the left picture. He said, that was beautifully done. Done in unity. Nice to see. Again, when you have your platform, I think it's very important that you speak up, very important that you speak your mind. But when you talk about the, and they don't have a platform to be speaking up and doing that. They have a platform to be playing basketball. But anyways, uh, he said, it's very important when you talk about changes, you also have to talk about protocol. Use your voices to raise awareness, but now we have to go vote. We have to vote our mayors in. Our mayors appoint police chiefs. We have to vote senators and politicians, meaning radicals, because he's a useful idiot for radicalism. It doesn't just stop with sending out a tweet or yelling all the time. We have to continue to fight, continue the movement. I'm proud of everyone. So I think that he doesn't know better. I, you know, I cut some of these guys a little bit of slack. <laughs> but anyways, here's Charles Barkley, who, but he's been out of basketball for long enough that he should know better. Former NBA star and TNT analyst Charles Barkley, who's gained a lot of weight, though, by the way. He used to be slimmer <laughs> when he was a bit basketball player. But he said it's important to give players freedom. And listen to this switcheroo, how he turns it around. He's like all over the... He's very hit and miss. Sometimes I like him because he's so 
country and southern and commonsensical. And sometimes he's just into this black thing and kissing up to political correctness because that's the world that he lives in now. So listen to this. The national anthem means different things to different people, he said. It's coming in with trying to be a voice of reason. Look how slim he is. Even then, he was a little fat. <laughs> but anyways, talented basketball player. Talented uh, entertainer, actually. But he said, I'm glad these guys are unified. If people don't kneel, they're not a bad person. <laughs> no, because they're, I say, they're a bad person if they kneel. Or, you know, useful idiot, which is the same thing as a bad person. But he said, I want to make per- that perfectly clear. I'm glad they had unity. But if we have a guy who doesn't want to kneel because the anthem means something to him, he should not be vilified. <laughs> of course not, because such a person would be showing love for America. But I'm saying if they, you know, and Jason Lee Peterson said the same thing, if they kneel, they, that shows that they're enemies of America. Or being you, will, willingly being used by, as, by the enemies of America, certainly. Look at um, Charles Barkley. What was his nickname? I don't remember. So that's that's those guys. I just had to share that with you very briefly. That's them when I didn't. I forgot that they played against each other. Um, Sir Charles. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get to Sharon out of Manitoba, Canada. First time caller. She's been on hold forever. Sharon, it's nice to hear from you. Thank you for calling. What's up? Well, hi, James. Hey. Uh- Hey. <laughs> Shaq is a Mason? <laughs> Sorry. Somebody said no, Shaq okay. is a Mason. Epstein's ghost said that. <laughs> uh, this kind of ties into what you're talking about, actually, James. When, um, and Because I, I was always curious, you know, up here, up north here, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm hearing about systemic racism, and I'm thinking as a white person, what, is, what does that mean? I, I, right. I don't understand. And you know what finally... When I heard a black conservative woman explaining this, and it just suddenly clicked, I knew that was, I knew that was it. And and I think, uh, and it just made it clear for me. The prime example is when Attorney General Barr was at a hearing, and and Democrats and Republicans were questioning him, and one black senator was indicating Attorney General Barr, since you've been hired on, you haven't hired any black staff members, all your, all your cohorts right. um, are white. Yeah. And, and, then, <laughs> and then this lady was explaining, well, remember, America, majority of the population is white. Um, around 13% um, is black. So, of course, there's going to be a higher representation of, of white people to begin with. And discarding color, of course, you know, they're looking at qualifications. But then that's when it made sense to me. Of course, if I was to go over and try to find work in Ghana, the majority of the population there is black. So if I was um, uh, really concerned about having white representation as a minority, would I try to enforce or make people hire me because there's not enough white representation? (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of interesting because... Did I mention, I think at the very beginning of the show, I mentioned how China is being accused of being racist, and they don't care. I may have just mentioned it to my intern guy, but um, they don't care about that. Nobody cares even when people are called black supremacists and blacks are called racist. 
I mean, they may reject it and say, no, we can't be racist. But people, the people who are trying to win, they don't care about being yeah. called racist because they're trying to win. They're conquerors. Kind of like, and, you know, they're female-minded conquerors in this case because they're trying to win for communism, which is a female ideology. You know, the yeah. fallen state type. And yeah. uh, same thing with the people who are trying to subvert America. Well, they're the same people. Um, they're trying to subvert it in a very female way in terms of shame and intimidation and stuff. Whereas the old school people who founded America and expanded America and made America great, they didn't, they were not intimidated by false shame of this yeah. imaginary idea of racism. They were just pushing for what's right for the country and being men. And that's what being a man is, is, um... Not caring when you're falsely accused of racist, stupid. Anyway, James, I, I thank you. There, I, there's a lot of companies that are bowing down, but yeah. it's also nice to re, to remind yourself that there are corporations now beginning to say no. Uh, we're not going to buy bow down. An example recently is Trader Joe's, who is oh, not really? bowing down. Who is not bowing down to the minority? Remember, it's the minority of. I thought they. I thought they got rid of Trader Jose. <laughs> Don't they no longer sell Trader Jose stuff? I don't know. Trader Joe's, I don't feel like they're whatsoever conservatives. (laughs) But anyways, maybe you're right. I may, well, I may be wrong then. (laughs) But But I I I have heard that they, you know, are drawing a line at some point, which is, which is fine. Yeah, that's nice. But don't get too excited about anybody who appears to be making a stand. Because remember Chick-fil-A. Remember how Chick-fil-A betrayed us all. (laughs) Yeah. They betrayed themselves, to, honestly. I have, yeah. I have to remind myself, James, that this is the this is the minority speaking because they have the bullhorn, because they have um, the the media, which I truly believe is the enemy of the people. I yeah. think one of their biggest weapons is is uh, the mainstream media, not not outlets or not um, sites like yours or, or Jesse Lee's. And thankfully, there's there's more independent um, uh, news sources to to go yeah. to or. So um, I just have to remind myself that even though I'm, I, I may see these riots or rallies, um, yes, I, I appreciate your country's expression of freedom of speech. Um, and at the same time, I just love, <laughs> I, I really uh, respect President Trump's approach to uh, law and order and that uh, it needs to be safe for everyone, including the ones who want to. Ch- What's happening up here, James, in Canada is that more and more, whether it's um, lesbian, gay, transsexual, um, um, native culture, the minority is starting to dictate to me, to the majority, what we can or cannot say, what we can or cannot do. And that's not right either. Are, you, e- are you even the majority anymore, whites, in Canada? I'm a, I'm, I believe so, but I don't think, I think uh, in the future, uh, it, because there's a lot of... Immigration. A lot of immigration originally from Europe after yep. the war. Okay. Uh, yes. Um, no, I, I understand what you're saying. It may it may change soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm just saying I'm I'm just saying I really hope that that the American people as a whole realize that the majority is the is is white, um, right. And and I know I'm talking about color or not or non-color, but it's it's for the longest time uh, whether European okay, let's say Europeans are yellow or purple. But it's the majority, the, the people that came to settle your country and to create it, what it is now, are white people. 
Right. And there, there was, um, and, and what's so important is the, and what your show and what Jesse's show indicates that it, it's about doing what's right and, and, and serving God, and, and that's most important. I yep. Think. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, Appreciate it, listening. Sharon. Nice okay, to hear from you. Day. And happy end of White History Month. Men's That's History right. Month is coming right up. That's Take care. Right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get back to calls. I got to read a few super chats. Polly J with the triple diamonds. Jomatic says, caller, referring, I think, back to the lady who lived in the gay community, I think, said, caller has no issue with Sodom and Gomorrah. That's, that la- That's for that lady in um, uh, Alaska. Nice lady, but... Yes, she had no issue with Sodom and Gomorrah. (laughs) Be careful, lady. Hydro PX says, White people seem to hate themselves, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's what guilt will do, right? False guilt. Based AF, based America first, gave a ninjet. Very generous. Appreciate that, man. And he said, great. Thanks for a great white history month. August seems kind of white, too. Happy Friday. Thank you. Happy Friday to you as well. Penny Rue gave a diamond and said, Globalism and feminism are what's destroying America. You know, honestly, it's evil. You can, uh, it is globalism, it is feminism, it is all these, there's a bunch of different things going on. By the way, we have a fallen state coming out today. It's going to premiere at noon, and it has a young lady in it, and I use the term lady a bit loosely. (laughs) Because she lives, let's just call it loosely. (laughs) And she does have certain features that some of you may want to comment on. And some of them are clever. Some of your comments might be clever. But we will be protecting the Fallen State channel. Go over to BitChute and have your freedom of speech, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Keep it clean. <laughs> and by clean, I, I mean another word. Jib Jab says, Michael Myers tortured animals before he started killing humans. And he was white. Not white on the inside. He was evil, sick person on the inside. If Michael Myers, I guess he really was a real person. But I think of Michael Myers as being like a, a movie monster. But he was a real person too, was he? I don't know. I don't know my history. <laughs> King Alpha Nerd gave a super chat also on streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Thank you to Jib Jab and King Alpha Nerd and Hot Computer Smell. King Alpha Nerd says, tried Jesse's Streamlabs, but couldn't get it. But my contribution to White History Month, since I'm a nerd, was the creator of Supernatural Eric Kripke. Creator of Supernatural named Eric Kripke for giving the best TV show. And it was called Supernatural, K-R-I-P-K-E. I'm not familiar with the name, but I have heard the, the TV sh- of the TV show Supernatural. And he said, the longest, running, the longest reigning American science fiction TV show for 15 years. <laughs> uh, you know that King Alpha Nerd is white friendly if he's into science fiction. <laughs> I mean, well, right? Hot Computer Smell gave a diamond. I mean, not a, well, the equivalent of a diamond, a super chat on Streamlabs, said the LGBT movement is starting to look less like an acronym and more like a VIN number at this point. Vehicle identification number, which is so long. Oh my gosh. 
They're still going. <laughs> Let me just double check stuff. Uh, Arizona lineman says, in the words of Bubbles, Sir Hake, you are decent. That's kind of you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and thank you guys for the subscriptions, for the lemons, for the ice cream, and follows. Appreciate that. Um, before I get to Richard in North Carolina, I want to tell you guys about these DAs backed by Soros. And I'm not one of those guys who's constantly railing on Soros because I'm targeting the followers more so. Because I doubt Soros watches my show, and even if he watched it, his heart is probably so cold and hard that if he is, he's not going to listen to Jesse Lee Peterson, he's not going to listen to Hake. But maybe, you never know, right? Maybe Soros' son listens to the Hake report. <laughs> but if this is from Drudge and Fox News, Soros, uh, DAs backed by Soros, DAs being district attorneys, right? You know, in California, they're pushing to lower the bar, as they call it, <laughs> on the California state bar, because it's tough to get to pass the bar exam to become a lawyer in California. Very tough. I've known some people who couldn't pass the bar. In fact, sad story, actually. One of them, I think she couldn't pass the bar, and then she OD'd, not on purpose, I don't think, on opioids. Crazy stories, you know? But anyways, um, it's kind of irrelevant, but that is relevant to White History Month. We gotta get, we gotta get over these weaknesses, right? Well, um, it's not just Soros, it's Sean King, who's a disgusting person. He writes for New York Daily News, he's a radical Black Lives Matter agitator, smears cops, smears whites, um, awful person. Claims to be black. I don't know or care. Sean King. He started this other super PAC. But Soros, through the Justice and Public Safety PAC, and a PAC is a political action committee, and other groups, Soros-backed groups, groups, has been spending millions of dollars on prosecutorial races. Well, so these, polit these are people are politicians. They're running for, they're running to be district attorneys and other things. Uh, or circuit attorney, St. Louis circuit attorney, Kim Gardner, who was boosted by Soros in her campaign. Kim Gardner is the St. Louis woman who uh, brought felony charges against the McCloskeys, those whites who were brandishing their guns outside their homes to w give a warning to the Black Lives Matter rioters and vandals who vandalized their property, according to them, and according to photographic evidence, too. It appears that... that uh, these people were not peaceful. Some might have been. Some might have been. But yet, their cause is not peaceful. It's the destruction of America and their own, the black lives that they pretend to care about, right? Um, broken iron gate marked with no trespassing, according to them, and private street signs. And some threatened them, according to these uh, lawyers, McCloskey's. And, she, you know, they kind of get what they deserve. They brought it on themselves by supporting the attack on cops. They supported Black Lives Matter, these McCloskeys. But anyways, they brandished their guns, they had the right to do it, and um, they're uh, getting prosecuted for it by a, a black, far-left liberal female circuit attorney in St. Louis, Kim Gardner. You've heard that her name before. Uh, Kim Fox, another one backed by Soros. 
high-profile woman out of Cook County, Illinois. That's the Chicago area. And she's the one who dropped the charges against the fake hate crime hoaxer, Juicy Smollett. The most, uh, maybe the most prominent fake hate crime um, uh, in recent history. But fake hate crimes are more common than actual so-called hate crimes. And in fact, hate crimes are an attack on the First Amendment. It's a Trojan horse to take away the First Amendment, to usher in the false concept of hate speech, which is selectively used against whites and men and decent people, and then everybody else who's wreaking the evil that they want into the world, they get a pass. So, um, Kim Fox, two X's. F-O-X-X, Kim Fox. Um, a black female state's attorney in Cook County. And she's leaning towards dismissing cases from protests and curfew violations issued by the black female... Uh, radical lesbian mayor, Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> Can you just Google Kim Gardner, G-A-R-D-N-E-R, and Kim Fox... Um... Google those two for me, and meanwhile, I'll move on. You can just show them and tell me who they are, Joel. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, Fox is seeking re-election and already won in the Democrat primary. Um, regarding ongoing so-called protests, really riots, um, she is giving them a pass, but make no mistake, she would go after the uh, Tea Partiers if she could, right? Um, by the way, there was the Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund found a 13% decline in guilty pleas or guilty verdicts in felony cases and 39% increase in dropped or lost cases after Fox took office in 2016. So she's running to lose cases on behalf of the state so that more... That's her? Whoa, that's Kim Gar... No, that's uh, Kim Fox. Um... She's pushing to lose so that more criminals, like, so allegedly nonviolent criminals can walk the streets. Um, here's another guy. Chesa Bowden. C-H-E-S-A. Chesa, oh, that, that's, that's Kim Gardner. Oh, man. She had longer hair at one point and looked more ladylike. Um... But she is a really evil person. Here's the San Francisco DA, district attorney, who's supposed to be the law top law enforcement in San Francisco, right? The DA? And, and prosecute criminals and try to get them guiltied? <laughs> He's another beneficiary of Soros-tied contributions. And, you know, Soros just represents a whole swath of fallen state Americans. So I'm not just saying, oh, we got to take down Soros and then we'll, well, all our problems will be solved. No, there's a whole unbrainwashing that we got to do, right? Um, in a discussion with Representative Ayanna Presley, Chesa Bowden, and this is a male out of San Francisco. I think it's a male. Yeah. Uh, white dude. I don't know if he's a normal white. I don't even know if he's um, exactly... Uh, Likes girls. <laughs> uh, I don't know. 
Uh, he was for defunding the police. He said, is money going to police the most effective use of taxpayer dollars? Policing and incarceration are tremendously, tremendously expensive and failed responses to what we are trying to deal with. Bowden is, I don't know how you pronounce this guy's name, but his smile is too fake and phony and plastic for me. Hanging out with those liberals. Um, he's participating in, amongst a number of district attorneys, in this thing called Truth, Justice, and Reconciliation Commissions. And by truth, they mean lies. By justice, they mean injustice, social justice, which is injustice. And by reconciliation, they mean um, silence the whites. Silence the people that are the conservatives, right? Teaming up with grassroots, grass, the Grassroots Law Project. All of these, which is an organization co-founded by activist Sean King, who calls himself a journalist, by the way, and that calls for defunding the police. Other district attorneys participating in those commissions are Philadelphia DA. Look at that guy. He doesn't look tough. And isn't he right? Oh my gosh, that's Sean King himself. <laughs> How did he get his hair like that? Dang, maybe he is part... I don't know, man. <laughs> that's Sean King, isn't it? Yeah. Really evil guy. Deceiver. Never apologizes when he's caught lying to or caught promoting a lie. Um, another Philadelphia DA, Larry Krasner, Suffolk County, Massachusetts DA, Rachel Rollins, both benefited from uh, Soros's report and they're participating in these commissions, right? Truth, Justice, and Reconciliation Commission. Very deceptively titled commies. You know, they, uh, radicals come dressed in a suit, right? And they talk very smoothly and confidently and with lots of deceptive facts and cherry-picked facts. Much like that guy who was on the Fallen State last week, Vosh. He pretends to be so objective and <laughs> so phony. Uh, in Contra, Cost Contra Costa County, California. Oh, by the way, Krasner, this Larry Krasner guy out of Philadelphia. Philadelphia DA. He co-wrote this Washington Post, which is Washington Compost. Op-ed with Baltimore State's attorney, Marilyn Mosby. She's the one who prosecuted the Freddie Gray, the cops who um, were responsible for the arrest of Freddie Gray, who died in police custody after he ran from the police and got his spine severed. Ooh, she was a nasty woman. Um, she and this Larry Krasner out of Philadelphia guy, they wrote a Washington Post op-ed, which is an opinion piece, Washington Post is the enemy of the people, and enemy of the people, of many. Um, they want to charge the federal officers in Portland, Oregon. What do they even have to do with Portland, Oregon? But they think that the federal officers in Portland, Oregon should be charged. Just a heads up, Marilyn Mosby is out of Maryland, Baltimore, Maryland, and this Larry Krasner guy is out of Philadelphia, PA, Pennsylvania. Those are all, way over on the other side of the country from from. Uh, Portland, Oregon. But the sleazy people, liberals who are running Portland, are cut from the same cloth as these people. Contra Costa County, California, DA, Diana Becton, also backed by Soros, changed how her officer, office... Whoa, who is that? Larry Krasner? Yeah. Okay, that was a dude. That was indeed a dude. It wasn't a woman who looks like a guy. <laughs> that scared me for a second. I was like, whoa, that's a woman? 
Diana Becton, also backed by Soros, changed how her office handles police shooting cases, sidestepping the DA or whatever. She also announced that she was filing hate crime charges against Nicole Anderson and David Nelson, the white people who were allegedly caught painting over a Black Lives Matter mural in, uh, up in Martinez, California, where our friend Ian from Martinez, California lives. This is that Diana Becton lady, is it? Yeah, yeah that's Diana Becton. And yeah, I've read quotes from her. Nasty stuff. They don't support actual justice. They support, they support the destruction of the black community and America and whites and everybody. Sick. Look out for women with no hair. <laughs> First sign, says Joel. <laughs> By the way, I have to tell these jokes from Joel about Chick-fil-A, who supports Black Lives Matter. Um, you know, by licking the boots of that black rapper radical guy, Lecrae. Um, he called them more like Trick-fil-A. <laughs> and Chick-fil-A, because they lie. Yeah, shameful people. Orlando state attorney candidate Monique Worrell, also backed by a, a group linked to Soros. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. She'll be filling a seat vacated by Aramis Ayala, also, who was also supported by Soros. And he's just one name of many. Sean King has this thing called Real Justice Pack, which means fake justice, political action committee. This is Sean King. I think he got beat up at one point by I don't know who, but he's a damaged individual, and he's supposed to be a married father of, of a few kids, but a bad example for all human beings. Real Justice Pack is co-founded by Sean King, supported 29 head prosecutors and state's attorneys general AGs since 2018. This is all from a Fox News report, and you know, Fox News... You know, they're kind of, I don't know, whatever. But it's good to know this stuff. Gardner, um, Kim Gardner, Bowden, Chessa Bowden, that Rollins person and that Diana Becton woman. They, they're backing the 2020 campaigns of Kim Fox and 13 other candidates seeking office. Mike Schmidt, a guy out of uh, Multnomah County, Oregon, whose jurisdiction includes Oregon. Portland, I mean, Portland, Oregon, where the, uh, you know, they're trying to enforce Trump's people are going in there trying to enforce some law and order. Oh, by the way, Hydro PX points out, and so does Joe Maddock points, point out, um, Chesa Bowden parents, weather underground killers, the San Francisco DA's parents were terrorists. Chesa Bowden. Yeah. Kim Fox sounds like a, a drag queen name, says Joe Maddock. Yeah, it does sound like some type of weird star. Uh, some degenerate star. Delia Garza, who won the Democrat primary in Travis County, Texas, where they're trying to turn it blue. Yeah, Sean King has five children. And I don't think that they're... Um, I think they're by him, I think. And no, they're not white babies. Because he married a black woman. And, you know, he claims that he's part black. But anyways, and you know, it's a beautiful little family, but he's, the father's weak and evil. No doubt the mother is 
is no better, you know? Short-haired lady, <laughs> by the way. <sighs> and this Garza woman, Delia Garza, in charge in somewhere in Texas. Thank you for holding, Richard. Hang tight. Um, she said that her office will decline to prosecute certain cases, meaning they will not enforce the law. Isn't that sound, doesn't that sound familiar? Um, sanctuary state and sanctuary city, anybody? We're not going to prosecute low-level drug offenses. We're not going to prosecute crimes that are an extension of someone being in poverty, basically. <laughs> what a deceiving... Uh, spoil the... Spoil the criminal... Female-minded person. You know, we're going to look at the way we prosecute crimes like prostitution. Because so many of these things, those types of crimes are related to poverty in some kind of way. Making victims out of criminals. What a disservice. What a disservice. Sick. Let me get to Richard, who's been on hold for some time now out of North Carolina. Richard, thank you for holding. What's hey, up? Happy White History. Happy White History Month, and, and tomorrow is going to be a grow-up hair month, start of grow-up hair, right? <laughs> okay, thank you. And I just, real quick, one second silence for a Herman Cain, who was a great man, who I looked up to in my 20s. Yep. And most of my life, you know, after that. Yeah. But anyhow, I wanted, did you see how uh, Darren Wilson got investigated again? Yes. And was cleared. That is was it, shocking to me. Or the are the prosecutors or the or the or is the cops doing it? I think it's the prosecutors, aren't they? Yeah, it is. The, the I, I saw this on the female run outlet, the skim. Um yesterday, St. Louis County's prosecutor said former officer Darren Wilson would not be charged. And this is the third time that Wilson it, was left same, without it's charges. The same, it's the same DA that's handling, I think, the St. Louis. Yeah, he's the black uh, he's the, the county. He's the county's first yeah. Black prosecutor, and for some reason, yeah. the mainstream media is colluding, including Fox News. By the way, they're following the rules of capitalizing. They're capitalizing the word you know black, yeah. and they're capitalizing they're the word white too. By the way, just you know why they're charging those two people, the, the uh, lawyers for the felonies, because as long as they're under the, the the suspicion of felony, they can't practice law. Their license is suspended. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, so but they weren't—they weren't working for real justice. They were—they uh, were pushing PI, Black Lives Matter personal stuff. Personal injury lawyers. Yeah, yeah. they were. Pro, well, they were personal injury lawyers. And and and, and, and uh, I was going to say something else. It just went out of my head. Dang it! But anyhow, Wesley, um, Wesley but, but, Bell. Wesley Bell was the prosecuting attorney, who uh, yeah, who was out of the Ferguson yeah. area in New Jersey. St. St. Louis County. Yeah. Oh, it was a different. One. Oh, I thought it was a county. I thought it was the same county. Okay. I'm sorry. They don't do it by county. I guess. I don't know. Like in North Carolina. But anyhow, so in, until they. Oh, and, oh yeah. I remember now. The gov. I mean, the uh, attorney general from Missouri already said he's moving to dismiss the case. So. Oh, it's, good. It's, it's pointless, and he's going to make sure it's with uh, with prejudice. You're referring to the McCloskeys. The McCloskeys. Yes. He's, he's going to make sure it's with prejudice, so they can't file it again. Yeah, I hope not. Jeez. It's ridiculous. And, and, and Darren Wilson needs to, uh, needs to sue uh, for malicious prosecution. You know what's crazy? You know? you know what's crazy is Ferguson was sued by the Brand, so-called Brown, I say Brown, Michael Brown's so-called family, right? He didn't have a real family. Yeah. It was not together, right? They started BLM. Isn't that where BLM started, basically? It is, but listen to this. Though the, the Michael Brown family earned, they didn't earn, they won, like, 
over a million dollars, maybe like six yeah, million dollars. I remember that. I remember that. To try to get them to shut up and calm down, but it still didn't work. Well, I don't know if it was to get them to shut da- shut up and calm down or if it was just kiss up stuff. But they should have charged the family for causing all of this trouble because they well, raised a bad kid who down. attacked the cop. Anyways. Remember the father said burn this down. That, that, I think that was a stepfather. The, uh, yeah, the stepfather, I said that's uncle. A, that's, a, that's, that's, not, that's not under the freedom of speech. That's initiating a terrorist threat. Yeah. Yeah, evil people. Anyhow. Sick. But anyhow, thanks for taking me. I don't want to keep being on Twitter. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Take care. You as well. We are going to open the treasure chest shortly here. When you hear the the box, I will start the initiation of opening the treasure chest unless I forget. (laughs) Right offhand. What a mess. There's... It's a disgraceful smear upon America. Let me quickly get to Rick out of Hampton, Virginia. Rick, how are you doing? What's going on, my brother? Not much. What's going happy on with you? Happy History Month, my friend. Thank you. Well, I'd like to wish Happy History Month to all my white brothers and sisters out there. And, um, nice. May God continue to bless y'all and prosper. Appreciate and that. That's cool. What I want to comment on is um, doggone John Lewis and um, Herman Cain. You didn't hear that much about Herman Cain. They probably said right. one or two things about him. Yeah. But, um, John Lewis. And, you know, a lot of these black politicians, you know, just because they was in the Civil Rights Movement, they take advantage of that to stay in office long and not do nothing for the community. Right. Yep. Look at Elijah Cummins. He wasn't... They were exploitative. Go ahead. They were very exploitative. They exploited yeah. their uh, the blacks. They didn't serve the blacks. Yeah. But... Baltimore got more heron than um, the, probably the whole world got. Yeah. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. And uh, all that money Baltimore got, that would see, that what President Trump was telling Elijah Cummins. Yeah. He sent you all this money... I know. I want to know where it's all at there, Elijah Cummings. Crazy. That Forget and them. They just continue, you know, exactly, continue to both <laughs> these, and all you hear liberals talk about is um, they come up with a, a new racism name every year. Now it's systematic racism, racism, supernatural racism, you know, all, anything. I mean, I was talking to a liberal yesterday. I was saying, well, okay, how has it affected you? You keep saying it's out here, but how has it affected you personally? Yeah. I mean, it hasn't. You chasing a, right, exactly. You chasing an invisible enemy that you you are never kidding. Them just telling these young kids to work hard, have a good attitude, and a lot of them don't have a good attitude because they don't have a father at home. So right. They can't hold a job. They can't be teachable. Right. They're angry. Yep. I appreciate it, Rick. It's nice to hear from you, no man. No problem. You too, James. Man, we'll always stand to the love your show, brother. Thank you. Oh, you know, you get a chance to, um, James. Man, this guy, it was, this is hilarious. You, did you hear that argument between Leo Terrell and um, Cornell West? No, I haven't seen that. They were, they were so Hannah there. They had a debate about defunding the police. And actually, Leo Terrell is normally liberal, but he's actually conservative on this one. Well, that's... Cornell West got into it. Man, he's like, it was a circus, man. Yeah, <laughs> Cornell West is a... about five minutes, yeah. Cornell West is a total snake. I appreciate it, Rick. It's good yeah. to hear from you, man. No problem. Hey, you too, Jay. Love y'all. Be blessed. Be good. All right. You as well. Jib Jab gave a super chat on Streamlabs and said, didn't mean anything by my last super chat. He's just explaining to you guys. He said, any race can take on serial killer tendencies. He's referring to how uh, Mike Myers, Michael Myers, according to him, tortured animals before he started killing humans. And he was white, by the way. But he said any race can take on the serial killer tendencies. Yeah, it's evil. Um, evil controls people. But right now, w- the weakness is in the whites. And then, it's crazy. 
different people have the diff- different people have different symptoms of the same problem coming from at root the same problem. Isn't that so interesting? By the way, before I get to my favorite caller, I want to tell you a little real quick, real quick white history lesson. The Battle of Stalingrad. Stalingrad uh, was named after Joseph Stalin, right? Wasn't he in charge of... Who was he in charge of? What country? <laughs> was, it, uh, was it Russia? Whatever, he was a communist, right? Killed a bunch of people. Well, the Russians had endless soldiers. Endless soldiers. And so there was a battle between Hitler's people and Stalin's people over Stalingrad. I heard that Hitler wanted a home for his people. The true Aryans, or whatever. Which I don't think that Hitler was. I heard that Hitler's father was Jewish. I don't know if that's true. That's what I heard. But anyways, that battle of Stalingrad in the 1940s, I guess, lasted eight months. From like something of July, August until February, March. Crazy. Eight months of a battle. Two million dead. Wow. And it was whites against whites, I think. Uh, crazy. You know, I like American white history better. (laughs) Germans versus Russians. And no Russian cowards were allowed. If they turned back, they were shot. Deserters or people that uh, turned back and didn't want to face the battle, they were shot. By the way, also, I heard George Patton. Some of you guys honored George Patton, and rightly so. So did uh, President Trump for White History Month. I heard that he thought that he was the reincarnation of Napoleon or something. Another white history hero. (laughs) I didn't know that. I didn't know that he believed in reincarnation. Is that true? Guys, look it up for me. Let me know. (laughs) Somebody says Hitler is Angela Merkel's daddy. Uh, Interesting. Let me quickly get to Mays, my favorite caller. I got to end in in like a minute or less. Mays, thank you for holding. What's up? With y'all white history, man, I, heard, I guess I heard about five people that gave history about white, he, Caucasian history. Yeah. I don't know everything else about black people. So is this, is this white yeah, history? Yeah, we, like, we love, black people? I mean, I know over, y'all love us. Over here, we love talking about the blacks. I know y'all love talking about them, but you don't, you don't know nothing about them. And the lady from Canada, tell her her mind, Canada business, and leave America being alone, because she can't even vote over here. Who? And Rick, he's a sad, he's a sad situation. Why? Why do you say because that? It's a sad situation. It just shows how much he hates his own, what he looked like. I don't think that's true. Uh, no, y'all should be the one with uh, uh, the man that died, Herman Cain. Do you think, hold on, Mace. He ran for president. You left that part out. No, I, to- I told about it when he died. You know, the day that he died, I told some history about Herman Cain. No, he did he run for president. Today, you said that he was uh, Godfathers and all Right, yeah, I stopped, I stopped there because I didn't have that written down. But yes, he did run for president. Well, if, you, if, if you know for a fact, when you keep facts, they stay in your head. You don't have to write them down. Well, no, no, not true. Yes. No. You've never hosted yeah. a show. Be quiet, yeah, man. Nah, nah. You don't know what they did. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 you hosted man. a show? What? You hosted a show before? I know more about Reverend. Nah. He, he did it. And Bill Lockwood, he said something about uh, a, a guy that was in Alabama that had a show, and I forgot his name, but he mm-hmm. knows me too. Interesting. Rush, his name, no, it was in Dalmontwell. Okay. So do the rat over in, in Ohio. Uh, what's the name? Uh, Cunningham. Yeah, Bill Cunningham. yeah, Bill Cunningham. 
I'm talking to somebody they just loose in the head. They need some help. But the next time y'all say black, I mean white history month, say we're gonna just talk about black people and, and uh, about things we don't know, don't understand, and fear. Okay, all and right, that's just all I got. Very I nice hearing from you. And those Happy. that don't understand us, they're gonna have a problem with their heart for the rest of their life. Happy so last like day. Carter, George Wallace and the rest of them that think like that. So y'all have a good. One. You too. Thank you, Mace. Very interesting. <laughs> Maze is a beta, says Hydro PX. So take that one, Maze, and you think about that. Astro Li- uh, Arizona Line Man says, take one for the team, Hake. Ask Maze on a date, lol. <laughs> no. That's degenerate. She's too old for me. Um, so, I, anyways, I appreciate it, guys. Um, shout out to Based AF America first. Um, Noah's Ark, Kansas, Joe Maddock, Beard the Butcher, Polly J, Master Daryl Wayne, Hydro PX, just saying. No T in just saying. Shaggy Boy and Arizona Lineman. Thank you guys and all of you for the, uh, the fun. Noah's Ark, Kansas is May's nice. She's nice. <laughs> all right, guys. Get ready for The Fallen State in less than an hour. TheFallenState.tv, YouTube.com slash TheFallenStateTV. And of course, Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. Go to rebuildingtheman.com slash church uh, for church with Jesse Lee Peterson or join us in person if you like. Doors open 1030. Church starts at 11. Take care, guys. Thehakereport.com for my stuff. Yeah.